BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me, sure. Look at me, sure. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, I got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Presented by Wingstop. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Yeah, it's me, the captain, the ticket, 93.7. Hey, we're going to be at Wingstop, 50th and O Street. Come have some lunch with me. Wings, not on me, on you. You can get all types of different wings, too. And spicy corn. And keep this in mind, the mind over matter platter by the Anti-Cup. We'll talk about that more. Right now, we're talking about talking to Cluster Johnson, senior. We want to get straight to it. Give us the, the skinny on who, out of the boys, I say is the most gifted, the most athletic. Um, you know, you called him that. You you called him the road runner, but he, to me, had the, he had everything. I mean, you know, K was more throw it up top. He's, or, or, or Cluster was, I'm going to go get it. You know, I'm going to do my thing, straight line. Give me the ball. I'm just going to go straight line. I'm going to do my thing. This dude, though, K, phenomenal. Kickoff guy, punt return guy, receiving guy, and quiet is kept. This dude is a great defensive back. <laughs> I, I, I mean, he was a great defender as well. If somebody was making yeah. a play when me and you played, I look up, it was him. He yeah. just was a slick football player. 
he had to me out of all the boys, he was the most well-rounded and he was the most athletic as far as and and, and we'll talk Keegan in a minute because Keegan has, has maybe trumped that card. But talk a little bit about Cade. Talk about his his uh, high school career. Move him on to college. And if he had an opportunity to come back to Nebraska, and why did he choose to go to play for the Seahawks? Okay, now, Rashawn, I got your question. Now, before I get into that, I got to say something really fast before I – because you heard this term, it takes a village, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So, you know, obviously I'm the boys' father. You know, I had a lot of influence on them. But I also made sure I surrounded them with guys that could repeat that same message, that was on the same page as me, who were good influences. So I got to shout out my brother, Silvo. You know, so, you know, my brother was always with my kids, and we always do things together. And uh, Silvo. Obviously, you know, Keith Mercer. Right. <laughs> Keith, uh, Keith is what I, I call the guy who loves to speak things into, um, you know, he, he's speaking into existence. He, I mean, he, he's that, that mental guy who always had, he, he always believed in these boys when they were little. Like he, I mean, he, he would always tell me things, what he thought and what was going to happen. And the crazy thing is it happened. Mm. Um, so, but you know, Uncle Strick goes all the way back, obviously, before I ever had kids. Strickland was always there, and what the boys knew, they knew that he was a professional. So the boys were raised around guys who were great. Um, And to have a guy like Strickland who would uh, tell stories, and, and Strickland is an excitable guy who when you're around them, you're just going to be hyped. So they knew how to get hyped, how to get up for games, how to how to have that intensity. You can see that in Eric. So the cool thing is the boys was around that, mm-hmm. you know, along with yourself and guys like Abdul. So that's a critical thing when, when, when we talk about kids today they're going to be around other people and you just got to make sure they're around people who are like-minded and they're all going in the right direction. Um, so I had to shout them out. I had to shout those. No. And, and, and going back to now, Silvo though, well, wait, Cluster going back to Silvo yeah. though, because Silvo's got some, he's got some kids as well. That's pretty Absolutely. doggone good in sports. Absolutely. And I think it's important to make sure that we give them a, give them a shout out as well. Cause you know, sometimes we, 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 we can get caught up in the in the in the triple C's and then, you know, <laughs> you get caught up in the triple C's, but then, you know, Silvo's got a gang of kids that, that, that basically was phenoms at, you know, speak a little bit about those those boys as well. Well see, what a lot of people don't realize, again, my kids and civil kids were all they were all raised together. Mm-hmm. And um they've they've always been around each other since I mean, since they were born. So there's always going to be a natural, there was a natural competition, you know, on top of the love. You know, obviously they all love each other. And my boys and Simmons boys are like brothers. They don't really probably see each other as cousins because they were raised together. So they see each other more like brothers. And, 
you know, obviously there was a string of, at Bellevue West of all-state receivers. And, uh, you know, it started with CJ, and K was all-state, then Junior was all-state. And then, uh, you know, Cedric, you know, ended up being the better basketball player out of everybody. I think he was more of basketball, but Cedric had a huge uh, state championship game as a receiver when WS won their first state championship. I mean, mm-hmm. Cedric was the man in that game. He ended up having over 100 yards receiving and scoring a couple of touchdowns. Um, so, yeah, man, they uh, it, it was it was a beautiful thing. And I don't think that – I mean, honestly, we didn't play – we didn't necessarily plan that. It just sort of started to happen like that. It just started to happen like that where we're like, okay, you know, we live in Bellevue. Let's, let's just send the boys there. And uh, um, they ended up having great basketball. And Coach Woodard, the boys all played basketball. Um, they, they had a chance to enjoy state championships in basketball. And, um, and then Junior and Cedric ended up, win the state championship in football, which made CJ uh, and Kay, they were like, oh, my God, they got a championship in football because obviously they love football. But that's when WS really started to take off. It was when when Cedric and, and Junior, man, that's when WS just really, they just, they became the monster team, man. They had Jalen Bradley. Um, they just had a really good team. So, so when you when you talking, Cade, Cade had a phenomenal high yeah. school career, um, and then went on to go to what what was that recruiting like as far as with the University of Nebraska? Because you know he went to the Jackrabbits, but what talk about the recruiting of Cade? So let me let me just tell everybody at Husker that the boys all love Nebraska and all wanted to go to Nebraska. <laughs> Kane wanted to go to Nebraska. There, there was a moment in time where he really wanted to go to Nebraska. DJ wanted to go to Nebraska, and we'll talk about Keegan. That, that's a whole other deal right there. But the, my two oldest boys, they wanted to go to Nebraska. But, again, Nebraska has to see that they fit. And I knew Kane was going to be under uh, a challenge just because they started to really focus more on measurables. And although he had a really good high school career, he didn't fit the measurables. You know, Kay was, you know, close to 5'10", probably 160, 165, coming out of high school. And uh, they were just looking for bigger receivers at the time, which which is fine. You know, I, I think Kay's career ended up being better going to where he went to because smaller school – just a more better opportunity to, to grow and get better and focus. And uh I, I think we could see that, that worked it, that worked out. Didn't they have well, Wandell Robinson? Wasn't he didn't they have Wandell Robinson? He was about five eight, five. No, nine. uh no Wandell uh, No, I'm Wondell, I'm, I'm simply comparing is, uh, sizes. I think he came behind. Wandell came behind them. But but you gotta understand like Wandell's coming from a big city. He's coming from Kentucky. He's a four star. Like K was not. You know, K I don't even know if Kay had any stars. J.D. Um, Spillman. I think they were really focusing on, you know, they really focusing on stars at times. C.J. was a three-star, and Kay, and Keegan was a four-star. But What was Kay? No stars? stars? What? No. No. I don't think Kay had any stars. Did they watch uh, the – He was an all-state receiver. He was the receiver of the year. He got the plaque, but he, he wasn't – 
he just didn't get recruited. Like you trying to tell me that the receiver of the year, the receiver of the year, doesn't yeah. he, he missed going to the state institute because he's not good enough, right? That's, that's what we. That's that. That's where we're at. At least that's how I felt. And 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 I'll I'll go on air to say this: every one of Cluster's boys should have been at the University of Nebraska. Period. Dot. In the discussion, I don't want to hear anything else about it. Now, you got one more coming through the shoot, Cobra Kai. I don't. I should, well, just remember mean? the Cobra Kai. Yeah, we got one more shot at it. We got one more shot. <laughs> Who's probably going to be the best out of all of them? And if he's the best out of all of them. That means he'll be a phenom before he turns 14. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. And you better start well, recruiting them early. What people don't realize is Kai already got two offers. I, I got two guy. I got two <laughs> colleges that have offered no. Kai on. <laughs> no, let me guess. I was I was one I'm of not, them. Listen, I'm not kidding you. Now, it, you know, it was tongue in cheek. It was a joke. It was kind of a joke, but. Uh, you know, these, these colleges were like, you know what? I'd like to go ahead and just offer him like 10, 12 years of that day. Hey, you oh might God. you might want to because believe me, somebody, I don't know if it was a texter or, or somebody I had on the show, Cluster, but me and you have coached Little League football for a long time, you know, for years. Yeah. And and, and right. been very, very good at it. You can tell the, the kids that can play football and that are going to be good, you can tell those kids, right? Definitely. Like at a at a young age, you could definitely see movement. You could see mentalities, but what you can't see is measurables. You can't see the love, what they're gonna put into it. So that that's why you have to really just kind of hold back, let them have fun, and then by the time they become freshmen, sophomore, you better start maybe taking it a little bit more seriously, and then definitely by your junior year. If you're not getting those type of looks, I always tell people, you are who recruits you. And I say the same thing about my son, Cade. You know, Cade could have put himself in a better position by maybe getting in the weight room a little bit better, a little bit more. There were some things he could have did to pass the eye test. And that's where Keegan was so much different from Cade and CJ. He listened because he realized that he got to look the part. He knew he could play the part, but you got to look the part too. Well, he had, and that's where he kind of separated himself. And 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 and, to, and Keegan had examples. He had yeah. examples. He he had not not only did he had you, you know, for a father, but he also had CJ. You know, and having CJ, yeah. he learned some things, and then having Cade, he learned some things, and 
And then you get the probably the most phenomenal and the, the guy with the most upside in Keegan. I'm not done with Cade, though. I'm not done with <laughs> Cade. Uh-uh. So Cade goes on to, to, to go to the Jackrabbits. How was his career as a Jackrabbit? So Cade, I would say out of the three, um, is the more outgoing competitive, okay? Keegan is really competitive. But he ain't going to be in your face. He ain't going to be yelling at you. Cade is the type that will score a touchdown and go run and get in your face and hand you the ball. Like, he's that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Where'd that come from? He's the guy who's going to let you know that your name is no longer your name. Your name is Toast. Like, he, 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 he does those kind of things. But that's just, I always told CJ because they were starting together and CJ would come to me after the games in high school. He would go, yeah, you got to say something to Kate because I'll score a touchdown and Kate will go run and get in their face and, and say stuff to him and push him. And, and I said, well, I said, CJ, as long as he's not getting 15-yard penalties, he's fine. Uh, I said, when it becomes a detriment to the team, then it's bad. But you can't change his personality. That's just who he is. That's what gets him up. That's what gets him going. So let, let him let him do what he do. Now, when he started getting 15-yard penalties or he started getting thrown out of games, that's when he got to change it up. Uh, but the thing about, again, the thing about Cade is he's ultra-competitive. And I told you he's very slippery. He is probably faster than what you think he is. And I started getting calls from Dan Jackson when, when Cade because – even there was a deal with South Dakota State where they offered him a scholarship. He didn't commit fast enough, so he ended up having to pay for it. We ended up having to pay for his first year. Um, so, but that's okay. It, it, it happened. You know, they ended up putting him on scholarship. It was fine. Um, but Dan Jackson was calling me when Kay redshirted his first year, and he goes, "Man, we we messed up." Like he he's just like this dude is way better than we thought. He would say he's killing the first team defense. Like they can't cover him. He was telling me this like once a week. I'm like, wow, that's, well, that's encouraging. And then the next year he ended up being a freshman all American. He, he took two or three kickoffs back for touchdowns and he ended up being the second, um, second, third leading uh, receiver on the team. Uh, they had Dallas Goddard who now played for the, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, that was Kay's buddy. And then Jake Weineke, uh, he plays in Canada. He was like the Canada player of the year. Um, and Kay was the third leading receiver behind those guys. And um, so he was able to get among some dudes who were underrated also coming out of high school. I mean, South Dakota State did a really good, great job under Dan Jackson, just finding those diamonds in the rough, guys who could really, really play but maybe needed to lift, get a little stronger, and that's what happened. <laughs> I mean, when Kay got stronger and he got bigger, I mean, he, he was a three-time All-American. So COVID hit, and rumor yeah. has it he had an opportunity to go to the University of Nebraska. Well, he put himself in the portal and um, wanted to see, you know, we were trying to figure out if he should maybe stay and, and play one more year and, and on a on a higher level, kind of like 
Torre. Samori Torre did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Samori Torre left. Uh, what, what was it? Um, Montana State. Um, Montana, Montana State, mm-hmm. and, and went into the portal. Well, K was going to do the same thing, but then K started to figure, well, man, I'll be twenty four. Uh, almost 25, you know, like he, he was trying to calculate his age, sort of like what uh, JoJo Doman is going through. Like JoJo is 25 already. And um, so those, the NFL, they really start to look at that kind of stuff. Like you, you wouldn't think that a guy who's 23, 24 is considered old. <laughs> so that was a huge factor too, is, was Kay's age. And, uh, you know, we felt he did enough on the field, and then it just really came down to his testing. So that's that's what really determined what direction K was going to go. So how'd y'all decide on? Okay, forget this college thing. We're going straight to the league. Well, he got invited to the Senior Bowl, and the Senior Bowl. You know, he started getting invited to things. He got invited to the combine, but they ended up not having it. And I think one of the things that really helped hurt K during that time not get drafted was. He couldn't visit with any teams. Like during COVID, they had to do all their visits through Zoom. It was just, it was a hot mess. I mean, he was getting a lot of calls. I, I think he talked to every team, uh, but nobody got a chance to see him. He didn't get a chance to work out for anybody except on Pro Day. And he ended up getting hurt on Pro Day. He pulled his uh, groin on Pro Day after he ran a 40. Um, he, he ran a, ended up running like a 448. Um, you know, four four four, something like that. And uh poured his groin and then he couldn't catch. He couldn't he couldn't run and, and catch. So um that had a real effect on Cage's opportunities when it came to the draft. We we didn't think we thought maybe it wouldn't, but when you look back that's probably what hurt him the most. Oh, absolutely. I mean from what I heard, you know, from what he did at the the Senior Bowl or whatever bowl game they went to, oh, uh, he killed it at the yeah. Senior bowl. He they was thinking he might sneak up into the fifth or sixth round, um, but but you know here he is now. He goes free agent. He's with the Seattle yeah. Seahawks. Yeah, been with him yeah. for the whole year, right? Yep. Yeah, he just he just resigned. Um, he just resigned the contract to come back. Uh, he's currently there right now. And, um, you know, a free agent is almost like a walk-on when it comes to football. Like, they're drafting guys, and they're going to try to give these guys opportunities. But but when Kate is performing in practice against the first team and doing very well, they're saying, ah, you know what, we, we got to keep – we got to keep this guy around. Like, maybe he's a little bit better than we – originally projected and I and I, I'm not surprised though I'm not surprised by Cade because Cade is the type of guy that's going to get in there and figure out what he needs to do he's going to show you that he's you're you sleeping on him you slept on him and then uh you know he'll look back and be like listen I told you so so I'm not I won't be surprised if you know Cade ended up making the 53 man well um, you know, I don't want to jinx him. I don't want to jinx him, but uh, I think they're going to really try to give him an opportunity this year because he's been proving himself uh, in practice. In well, uh, last preseason, he led the team in uh, receptions in the preseason. So, well, one thing for sure, so two, two things for certain: they're definitely Seahawks are building on the offensive line and running backs. They got Kenneth Walker, remember the running back from Michigan State? Oh yeah, 
Oh yeah. yeah. They got they got him. And then they recruited they they actually drafted a couple receivers in the seventh round. So yeah. I don't think they're making a, a conscious effort. I think they're pretty happy with uh the kids they got. But shout out, man, to K still with the Seattle Seahawks. I look forward to seeing him actually getting out there, handling business and, and doing big things. But you gotta wonder how the heck is K playing for the Seattle Seahawks, but he couldn't play for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. I, I I don't understand it. I will never understand it. And hopefully we get that fixed. Cluster, Keegan Johnson, when we get back, let's talk about the, the, the anomaly that is Keegan Johnson.